Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hello, hello. I am Vina, and I am your Dark Travels hostess. And tonight, the gang's all here, including... Road Trip with the Panda. I sense nepotism in the air. Yeah. It's very <laughs> clear. Yeah, very clear. <laughs> But, you know, is he the favorite? Is no, he? I'm not. <laughs> not the favorite? It's Polar Bear for sure. Yeah, all day. <laughs> so Merry Christmas. We'll Merry start Christmas. A no candy in here. <laughs> Feels like Christmas with the children fighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> maybe I should get working gifts. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad idea, actually. But, so, it's Christmas. Are you excited? No, <laughs> there's so much shopping still got to do, and then I I I put out ideas or try to hear from everybody like, oh, what, what do you think they're gonna want? What do this and that? They're like, oh, I don't know. Like, you live with the person, you should know something. I Just feel like that's a very targeted oh, uh, is he talking about phrase you? right well, there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you happen <laughs> to be one of the the minions I put out there for Christmas <laughs> joy. Well, Chris, well, Samantha got a Christmas present today. I did. It was an Nobody amazing T-shirt that says "I can't even" because I literally cannot even. Yeah, she no one says else that got one. every time. And you now I'm going to be so much more conscious of it. So now I'm going to be like, "Oh crap! I just did it's it." Like, I can't I say it. <laughs> there should be a, a button on there that says "catchphrase." <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, you know, with the joys of Christmas, sometimes, sometimes there's a such thing as a bad. Slash naughty Santa. And today, we kind of wanted to liven things up about how sometimes there are such things as bad Santas. And so today, we're going to share little stories, a few stories, of these examples of bad Santas. Panda, you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) If I have to. Yeah, if I have to. (laughs) Well, you know, there's actually... There's like a lot, but not a lot of "quote unquote" bad Santas that weren't. And most the stories we're trying to look for in this one were more, uh, I guess, funnier or not as dark as we're as we're accustomed to. I so I went for. I don't know so what the rest of you guys. Slightly dim corners. Yeah, slightly dim corners. Yeah, <laughs> the gray corners. Where the gray corners are. Yeah. So I mean, there was a couple I went through, but the one I I I just this is I can't believe the headline because it doesn't make sense. So, my Santa Claus. Your bad Santa. In 2015, December 19th, in Der- Derbyshire, England. Okay, climbs international. So international. International yep. bad Santa. We're heading up to the United Kingdom in England. Okay. This Santa Claus dons the Santa hat, Santa coat, pants, and boots, 
but wears a black sweater and a ski mask. <laughs> nice. And, and decides to <laughs> climb through a KFC drive through window <laughs> in England. <laughs> so this is not even America. Fried chicken. KFC. Well, I, I didn't know KFC was even in England for a while. I'm assuming it's everywhere, but. Yeah, I didn't think about it either. There's yeah, so. Try saying yeah. that with a British accent. KFC. No, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, this man comes through the drive through window, and there's a picture of him on my phone, and it's actually kind of terrifying. Yeah, he's going through it. He's going through it. Yeah. He's climbing right. Either way, so he climbs through, and he holds the, the poor, you know, restauranteers <laughs> at knife point, because there's no gun point. There's gun laws there, I guess. So oh. I mean, <laughs> I guess he, it worked. Didn't, he didn't want to go to jail. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so... He holds them up, and he steals all the petty cash from the safe. And if you ever work fast food restaurants and count the the money in there, it's not a whole lot. Probably a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks. Yeah, I mean, if you're on a good day, especially well, towards the end of the night. Yeah. England, it's pounds. Pounds. That's real heavy. Cash pounds and shillings. Yeah. Yeah. Long live the queen. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you know, unfortunately, though, uh, you know, he holds them up, and he doesn't kill anybody. So he just takes the money, and he books it, and they don't capture him though because it's hard to. Decipher? Decipher who that was when he wore a ski mask and black clothing and then wore a Santa outfit and ran off to but the he cl- So did he not do a order before and go to the window? <laughs> as far as I know. the rule. Well, at the picture I just showed you, he just jumped through the window. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he had a car with him. Like he just walked <laughs> up to it. Yeah. Because they don't answer if you don't have a car in America. That's a lie. That's not a lie. I worked it. I In the morning when the truck drivers can't bring their truck through, they come up to the window. Hey, can I order? Because I got to go on the road. So sometimes we make the orders right there. Okay. So there's exceptions. But we don't do it for everybody, especially if like a homeless guy keeps showing up and wants food. <laughs> okay. Just knocks on the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Santa robbed KFC. In England. In England. All right. <laughs> that is a quick story. Um, Samantha? Okay. So mine is actually a little bit darker, which I didn't intend on at first because I started down this rabbit hole and it was just like a paragraph and then i like did more research on it went to more sites and then it just started growing ahead that's how it was for me a couple sessions ago the what did we do last time cannibal guy yeah the, the cannibals yeah i read like little short stories on cannibals i was like oh i'll do a couple of them a couple little ones but you didn't have any recipes on how to cook a penis <laughs> right Way to bring that back into sorry, our Christmas sorry, episode. Sorry. Hey, guys. Yeah. Merry Cast Christmas iron. to your families, <laughs> children, <laughs> grandparents. <laughs> Grandma in the house. <laughs> okay, so my story takes place two days before Christmas in 1927. Santa Claus walked into the First National Bank of Cisco, Texas, around noon. He was followed by several delighted children who had seen him on the street and followed him in. That's a bad thing. Right. Upon entering the bank, Santa pulled out a gun and began to rob the bank. This Santa imposter was Marshall Ratliff. Ratliff and his three accomplices, Henry Helms, Robert Hill, and Louis Davis, robbed the bank. The three men held customers at gunpoint while Ratliff grabbed the money from the cashiers and had one teller open the vault. In all, he stuffed his Santa sack <laughs> with, yeah, he did. <laughs> with over $12,000. So that would be $205,526 today. Nice. So my gay guy made off with a lot more money than you did. Yeah, but mm-hmm. what year was this? 1927. So, so he made even yeah. more money than well, the KFC so guy. It was 12000 in that day. Back then. And 205526 in today's money. Oh, my Lord. Inflation. If you did the time currency, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. 
So you just have to survive 80 more years. You'd be rolling in dough. Right? Yeah. So Ratliff had previously robbed a bank with his brother and had served only a year before being pardoned by the governor. He planned to do this robbery with his brother originally as well, but his brother had been already arrested for something else. They also tried to get this together and use like a safe cracker, but that guy got the flu right before it happened. So they pulled in this other guy, Davis, the one we talked about earlier, and he was just a family man in need that needed to support his family. And so they tricked him in with good money. Mm -hmm. And this is important because of what happens as we fall down that rabbit hole. And we've talked about how stressful Christmas can be. So <laughs> right? I totally relate to that guy. Me too. A, a, bank, a bank or two wouldn't be bad. So at one point during the robbery, a mom and daughter walked into the bank and they saw the robbery going on. So they just like turned around to leave and go out a different door. And the robbers were like, well, don't go. We're going to shoot you. And the mom just kept going. So she gets out into the street and she start, starts screaming for help. And the first person that hears this uh, amongst townspeople, but the first officer that hears this is Chief Bedford. And he's the police chief in the area. He goes towards the bank, but when Hill sees someone out front, he starts shooting out the window. So they start shooting into the bank. So then he fires shots into the ceiling, and the, a gunfight ensued between the police and the armed town people. So it Armed town people? Armed town. Okay, so it, go, it seems <laughs> weird, right, that they would just walk around armed. People would just be walking around with, you know. Because it doesn't happen now. Second Amendment. <laughs> well, it is it 1927, is. like, mob. Time, yeah, you know, Texas. and it's Texas. But actually, the Texas Banks Association had offered a $5,000 reward for anybody who had shot a bank robber because there were so many bank robberies going on. At the oh, time. that's uh, why everybody's on. It's right? also the cusp 1920, what? 1927. Oh, Great Depression hasn't hit yet. yet. Never mind. But, you know, $5,000, which is $85,000 in our day, in our money, that's a lot of money back then. So for them just to shoot someone. So that's they're all out there trying to get a bank robber. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm carrying my gun, Betsy, in case I right? catch one of them bad guys well, today. Right? <laughs> we get rich today. <laughs> so they force the robbers force all the people outside of the bank so they can try to get to their stolen car. Several of the hostages were wounded, but they most most of them escaped except for these two little girls, which the robbers grabbed to take hostage in their stolen car. Oh, what dickheads! Right, so this gunfight that they have results in 200 bullets in the bank. So it's kind of a miracle that only six people were hurt. Well, they were probably mostly down on the ground. Mm -hmm. Well, we so we find out that in this gunfight, Chief Bedford and Deputy George Carmichael were killed during a shootout in the alley as they started to move toward their car. But Ratliff, the main robber, and Davis, who was the family man that we talked about, were also injured. So this guy goes to the robbery, try to help his family, and ends up getting shot right off the jump. Well, he's probably not going to appreciate the medical bills. <laughs> right. Well, there's more. So <laughs> as they attempt to escape, they find out that they're out of gas and that their tires were blown out. So they drive to the end of town, but there's an angry mob trying to get to them. <laughs> so And they're following them out after there. So they get – they get into more gunfire with these angry townspeople, this mob, as they're trying to get into a new car that they stole. And during that gunfire fight, Hill, the other robber, is also w injured. So when they get to this new car that they stole, it just keeps going. I mean, it's so insane. So they get to the new car that they they stole. They go to start it. It doesn't start. So then they decide after they've moved their injured people to this new car that they're just going to go back to the old car that they had. That has... 
blown out tires and no gas? Right. Okay. So, but when they do that, Davis is now so badly injured that he's unconscious in the other car that they stole. And as they leave, they eventually find out that not only did they leave Davis behind, they left their money behind. (gasps) (gasps) Dummy. So none of it was worth it. Not really, no. So, and there's more. I mean, it just keeps going like it's such a rabbit hole. So the mob finds Davis, and then he dies later. But they decide because they find Davis to stop searching for the other robbers for a time being. Well, the money's with Davis. Right. So once they found the money, they were like, okay, whatever. But, I mean, there's still little girls. So the remaining robbers um, abandon the girls after they got into the first stolen car, and they drive to the outside of the town, and then they leave the girls in the car there, and they flee. So (laughs) they were able to evade authorities for a little while until they crashed a car near a place called Putin. And when they were there, they stole another car, hold this guy hostage for 24 hours, and then let him and his car leave. The cops just let him leave. No, the robbers let the guy leave after they stole this now third car, held this other guy hostage, and then they're like, okay, we're going to switch cars again. So This is poor planning. This is what this is. Right? It's just chaos. All while, mind you, Hill and Ratliff are still seriously wounded, wounded from the gunfights. So, I mean, these guys are kind of intense. I mean, they're keep, they keep going. So they evade for a while, and then Sheriff Foster of, Count, of Young County finds them. Another gunfire fight ensues, and it's a car chase. So they're fo- tra- following them, trying to stop them. Is he them. still dressed as Santa? <laughs> I don't know. It never says anything about that, but I would imagine so. I wouldn't imagine he had any other clothes. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, it worked the first time. Don't <laughs> fix it ain't broke, so. So, Ratliff, during this next firefight that they have, he gets injured more and falls to the ground, while the other two, Hill and Helms, escape into the woods, but they are also wounded still. So, eventually they end up turning themselves into the police multiple days after they evade. But they're able to go into the woods and get away, and then they eventually just go to this town and turn themselves in. Because I think Ratliff was kind of the pushing factor. So after that, they're like, well, we're all shot up. Like, we're just tired, (laughs) It's been days. We haven't (laughs) eaten. Like, (laughs) this sucks, and we don't have any money, so whatever. So all three of them survived and faced trial. Hill pleaded guilty to armed robbery and was sentenced to 99 years in prison. 99? Mm-hmm. Did they blame him for killing this shit? Oh, yeah, there was murder and shit, huh? Well, so he escaped prison three times, but was ultimately recaptured every time. He eventually paroled in the mid-1940s, changed his name, and went on to live... A as quiet a, life? Yeah, as a totally normal person. Wow. Helms, on the other hand, he was identified as the one who killed the chief and the deputy. So he tried to claim that he was insane, that failed, and he was actually executed electric chair on September 6, 1929. Don't turn the lights off, boss. Right? <laughs> Ratliff, the main dude, he was convicted of robbery on armed robbery on January 27, 1928, and sentenced to 99 years in prison as well. But on March 30th, they decided that he should be sentenced to execution for his role in the death of the officers. So he tried to appeal his case. He failed. He tried to use the insanity plea. And his mother even went to petition for the lunacy hearing that she had to do. And he even convinced his jailers that he was insane. So he was transferred to the East County Jail while he was attempting his insanity plea. All of the townspeople are super mad about this, that he's trying to, like, essentially excuse his actions. Get out of this. Right. Right. So 
On November 18th, he attempted to escape, mortally wounding one of the jailers that took care of him. Now, mind you, he had convinced his jailers that he was so mentally ill that they had to feed him, wash him, take him to the bathroom, like do all this stuff for him. And so these two guys that are taking care of them, he tries to escape and kills one of them. (laughs) So they, they get him, but when they find out, the angry mob finds out that this has happened, they... A, hu- a thousand of them get together and go to the jail because they want Ratliff and they demand him and the jailer won't give it to them. So they overpower him, go into the jail, drag Ratliff out of the jail and hang him at a, f- a pole, a light pole. Well, he deserved it. God. Right? But mind you, it was two, they had to do it two times. So the first time they tied the knot <laughs> and it slipped and he just fell to the ground. <laughs> so they did it again. <laughs> thousand people nobody I mean knows how to tie a knot <laughs> <laughs> like, i tried i tried for you bro yeah it's just chaos but with that the first national bank still stands in cisco it's a different building but they have a painting of the robbery and a collection of newspaper clippings oh, that's cool and all of my sources or all my information came from roadside america and texas state historical association association so in six years this would have happened a hundred years ago all right. It actually kind of sounded to some degree like Bonnie and Clyde. How, I mean. They just they just kept going. Kept going. Kept but, I mean, going. they went on the blaze of glories. These guys just said, you know what? I'm tired. <laughs> uh, did they, though? They were. I mean, they fought for a lot of days until their leader was gone. Right. Right. All right. So that's a bad Santa. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put a Santa hat on them when they hang them. They all should have been funny. Santas. I'm like so disappointed. Only one of them was dressed as a Santa. That, uh, like the town, elves. they all wi- wear matching outfits. <laughs> they all should have been elves. Oh gosh, bad elves. Okay, well, mine is not as entrenched. Mine actually happens in Germany, in Berlin. So this happened in 2011. This guy, who was dressed, he. He kind of did this a couple of times because there was uh, like nine or ten victims of what he does. At this time, they're having Christmas markets in Berlin, Germany. And everyone's going to the markets, the festive time of year. You know, they're selling their bratwurst, they're selling their beer. It's just all festive. Well, this guy, dressed as Santa in one occasion, went around telling people that he's a proud father, proud new f- papa. And so he gave he was offering people shots of schnapps. Mm. Except the schnapps was laced with date r- drugs. Mm. And like ketamine. Ecstasy. Rufalin. Rufalin. And one of his victims, who he actually goes and approaches these two teenage girls. One says no thanks. Other who's fifteen years old says, "Sure, no problem." She not only drinks hers, but she drinks her friends. <laughs> and five minutes later, she's vomiting. She's having a medical scenario happen, and that's what was happening with all of the victims. Some of them fell unconscious. Some of them started vomiting. Some of them needed immediate medical attention. And here's this guy, just you know, in a Santa suit, going around going. I'm a new dad who wants to drink with me and handing it out like candy to some of the patrons of the market. I would drink it. 
I'm sure you would have. Yeah, it takes one and then I'm off the. That's it. I'm well, set. <laughs> how many people studying abroad, like when I studied abroad in Italy, the first thing they said to us were, was only Americans get drunk. Do not get sloppy here. It was essentially what they were like. They were like, <laughs> you know, Italians <laughs> don't get drunk like that. You're Europeans not don't. <laughs> right. Like, it's like, don't do that. Don't uh, get sloppy. That's not true. <laughs> well, but they they <laughs> made it Western Western <laughs> Europeans. <laughs> not where I'm from. They drink differently. You know, they have different rules. They start more. I mean, I think more structured anyway. I mean, I started drinking when I was what six with first communion. We had our wine every week. Well, you know, it's interesting. For one, a lot of European countries have a lower drinking age mm. than the United States, and they just kind of they have pubs. You go and you drink with your friends. I mean, it's like the the European version of Cheers. Everyone just hangs out, drinks, and then goes home at the pub. So yeah. it's not necessarily that they're all walking the streets. And that was kind of my point. It was it's more casual. Like mm-hmm. you get That's a bunch a of eighteen to twenty year old at- or twenty yeah twenty year old Americans that can't drink in America and they can drink over there legally. They're gonna ride they're that out. Twisted, yeah, they're twisted, right? So it's just different. So yeah. Oh, don't act like you. What was that face? What? You were judging. I'm not judging. <laughs> if anybody. I was 20 years old and I went to Italy and I got slammered, would you judge me? Slammered? Yes, she would. <laughs> I <didn't> judge <laughs> you on slammered. Well, it does make you wonder why he felt like he had to tell people he was a new dad. Like, it's Christmas time and you're in a Santa suit. Just be celebrating Christmas. Wait, celebrate with me. Yeah, it's here's a Christmas like shot, right? Well, it's it? my day. You said Germany, right? It's like Berlin. A, it's like yeah. a tradition type thing, I think. It's like, oh, you know, I'm a new dad. Shots for everybody. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we do that tradition in England, too. Right, we do that here, too. Like, I think they call it wet the baby's head. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> I, look. I don't understand the terms myself, but yeah, my point being that he didn't have to do that yeah. part. You know, he's in a Santa suit already. People are going to take shots with you anyway, Santa. <laughs> he went all. He went all out. Yeah, he was like, so really what was his goal? That was it. He just wanted to fuck some people up. Or well, their concern, at least with the fifteen-year-old, because he administered the date rape drug, mm. that he was going to. But he did to other people, though. Correct. Correct. But it doesn't say what it is. Was it only women, really? Like, unless there happened to be. It was my understanding that it was mostly women. And like I said, they got do- they got dizzy. They got nausea. Some of them vomited. Some of them lost consciousness. Some had to be uh, hospitalized. So I don't know if he was, like, testing to see which one was more potent or which one did this. Right. Had if this you effect. Lay, fill a bunch of seeds out, then you see which one's going to grow. Right. Or he just didn't get the opportunity to finish his plan. Oh, yeah, they might have caught him super early. No, they never caught him. Oh, they got away. They were all puking, so maybe it brought too much attention. I mean, caught him in that way, like not even maybe the cops. And it's it's totally possible that once he hit a couple people with the Santa suit, he got out of the Santa suit, or he hit a couple people in his normal clothes and then jumped into the Santa suit and blended with the rest of the Santas. Mm -hmm. So, Right. But they never caught him. Well, I'm just glad it doesn't seem like he has multiple victims or that he... He had about uh, eight or nine. Well, but I mean multiple sexual assault victims. Right, no, I don't think he had any sexual assault victims because I think whatever he put in the schnapps was was too potent to kind of follow up on whatever he may or may not have intended. Yeah, he just doesn't seem like the type of person with that type of planning that he'd only do it once. Right, no, no, he did it a couple of times. And so they they've dubbed this scenario the Schnapp Spiker. So <laughs> <laughs> Schnapp Spiker. <laughs> yes. 
So that's it. Don't don't take snops from Santa. Can I do one more Christmas story? Sure. Not necessarily Chris, uh, Santa, but he does break into a home, so okay. it's the same, same concept, right? Mm, that's right. what Santa does. <laughs> yeah. The Santa B&E. The Santa B&E. The not-so-Santa Santa. It's like 2011 again. Maybe 2011 was just a bad year for Santa or Christmas for people. Either way, so in Vandalia, Vandalia, Ohio, in this suburb home, this man named Terry Trent gets high on bath salts. Oh, bath salts. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yes. Salt? Have yeah, you never heard of the bath salts? That was going to be one bath of my cannibals. Salt? Yeah, bath yeah. salts. That's when like the Florida man got high on bath salts and ate that guy's I, face. I was going to do that for Spice. cannibals, but I was like, nah, it's too popular. How well, do you get high on bath? Or it's a it's a drug. It's not what you're yeah. thinking about. It's not your little crystals you pour into your bath <laughs> that ha- smell like lavender. Like this is a drug. It's a synthetic drug okay. that makes people trip out and eat their faces, other people's faces. Yeah, you never heard that story, huh? No. Yeah, Florida was big for a minute. It was like a huge story for a second. The best thing mm-hmm. is, is that. I know what art your guys' jobs are mm-hmm. and my past jobs, so I know why you guys know this, but I also know what Vina's job is, and I'm like, how do you not know this? Right. But maybe <laughs> it's the age group that you work with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Terry. What I was going to say, so do? Terry Trent, 44, he he breaks into the suburb ho- home in Ohio, <laughs> and this kid, kid comes home, 11-year-old comes home, and he walks in, and Terry's just sitting on his couch, Watching TV. Oh, God. Blasted hella loud, so he's like, oh, I don't know why mom's got the TV so loud. But he walks in, and he's just sitting on his couch watching TV. And the liberal's like, oh, shit. I, that's not mom. I don't know who this guy is. But the mom's across the next-door neighbor, and the, Terry sees him and the kid, and the and the guy, Terry goes, I'm not here to hurt you. I, I, I don't want no problems. And so the kid calls the mom, and he says, hey, there's a man in here. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean there's a man in there? There is a human man in our living room, Mom. And so she comes home, and she finds, you know, Terry. And Terry's still pleading to the to her. He's not being violent. He's not lost his shit. He tells her, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to cause any problems or anything. But after, you know, seeing the man, she notices the whole house is decorated with Christmas stuff. And there's even candles lit, and then when the garage has a Christmas I've wreath. I've heard this story. Yes. So the, he broke in, high on bath salts, decorated the home, and lit <laughs> Christmas candles, and just started watching TV in their house. <laughs> and what did she do? She what? called the cops. <laughs> I would have said, you know what? This, we're going to call this Fuck that. Oh that dude's high as shit. Yeah, bath salts are a little Well, weird. what was the date that this happened I didn't, not it wasn't seven. during Christmas right like that was why it was so crazy oh. it was, or was it right before I think it was right before I honestly what as someone nice who guy. hates to decorate kind of <laughs> low key loves this idea a little yeah. bit like I would just be like okay kind sir you've watched enough TV here's some food thank you for decorating high five please leave <laughs> that's what I was saying I would have said pass you just need to leave now well, right? call yeah. good. so we call the cops and they come get him and I guess he's a well well, advocated member of the community. Oh, okay. He actually helps out with Boy Scouts and stuff. He just had a bad history of drug problems, and he was going through something right before the holidays. So, Well, Which I don't blame him for that. His wife <laughs> probably chewed him out for not decorating, and then he just got high I'll and went to the you. wrong house. <laughs> he, he went to the wrong house. Decorate. He's like, I'm going to decorate the shit out of this house. And the next thing <laughs> you see is pictures of the decoration on homes for uh, holidays, magazine. Right, I was just going to say with that Better said, homes and gardens. if he is like a decent human, then he like sobers up and he's like, damn it, I, d- 
decorated the wrong house. I still have to decorate this house. I've <laughs> got skills. Right, I'd be so upset. <laughs> so I looked up bath salts for Vina. Yeah. Yeah. Synthetic cathinones, more commonly known as bath salts, are human-made stimulants chemically related to cathinone. A substance found in cot plant. Cot is a shrub grown in East Africa and Southern Arabia where some people chew its leaves for their mild stimulant effects. In name only, synthetic cathinone products marked as bath salts should not be confused with products such as Epsom salt (laughs) that people use during bathing. Now, everyone should know the difference between bath salts and bath salt. And bath salt. (laughs) Don't eat either of them. (laughs) All right, so that is what we have for you tonight, the bad Santa scenarios and a decorator. Right, I think he's a good Santa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So on to business. We have a Facebook page. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have an amazing email address that Michael still hates. (laughs) (laughs) Or the dark corners are at gmail.com. Do you have a topic or a serial killer or a topic? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> or a topic again. I mean, why not? So this two mm, topics. A couple topics. <laughs> a holiday topic that you'd like us to cover. Send us a request at where the dark corners are, gmail.com, Panda's favorite email. Final thoughts, Panda. Good luck. I hope Christmas shopping goes well and no dark corners, no one's in your home on bath salts. There you go. Polar Bear. I actually want to reflect that the last Christmas movie one we did, I actually skipped out on a movie. Until I got home, and I was like, "Fuck! I should have put it in the <laughs> in the podcast." It was the Rise of the Guardians. It's the animated mm. cartoon. That's a good one. And Alec Baldwin plays the Santa, and Hugh Jackman plays the Easter Bunny. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Jack Frost is um, the guy from Star Trek. Chris Pine. Hmm. I thought John Cusack was in that movie too. Uh, maybe, but it it was really good, and I don't know why they didn't make any more. Or like my kids love they it. They were even they my were wife supposed to make it like every holiday. They fucked it up. Yeah, I guess and it got a good reception, so I don't know why they didn't do it. Mm. It is really good. Okay, so an additional, <laughs> additional Christmas movie. movie recommendation. Samantha. Well, since this is on Christmas, and I'm just hoping that everyone's not feeling the stress and is actually able to enjoy the day. And just the be holiday. able to, yeah, eat and enjoy their family. All right. Well, here at Where the Dark Corners Are, we all certainly wish you all Merry Merry Christmas! Christmas.